0: and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the body, mind and soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age 9. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset, psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting, and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger, and in a previous life, I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this! Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle podcast last week we discussed the role of sleep in weight loss brain function we also found that not sleeping can result in increased weight gain and obesity even when we're doing every single thing that we're supposed to be doing you can simply keep gaining weight if you're sleep deprived today i would like to continue our conversation on sleep immune health other benefits of sleep as well as talk about some tips for sleeping better. We all know that in our COVID-19 world, that sleep is important, especially for immune health. And a study on sleep duration and all-cause mortality, a systematic review and meta-analysis of prospective studies, has found that sleeping less than five hours per night on a regular basis is associated with a higher incident of mortality, that is, death. This is a staggering research which is basically saying that regularly sleeping less than five hours a night can increase your risk of death. This is a big reason for all of us to look after our sleep and guard our sleep like a tiger guards its cubs. And if anything or anyone steals your sleep, Seriously, eliminate that thing immediately. Sleep also supports the immune system in detecting and destroying bugs and germs, thereby fighting off illnesses. In addition, good sleep also helps the immune system to remember the bugs and germs we've had in the past, thereby helping the immune system to fight them off quickly if they strike again. Another research I like is a German research. Okay, this is a bit of a mouthful, so please bear with me if I completely screw it up. It's called Gas-Coupled Receptor Signalling and Sleep Regulate integrine Activation of Human Antigen-Specific T-Cells. Ooh, I think I got that. And it was done by the University of Tubingen, published in 2019, which shows that sleep helps the functioning of immune cells known as the T cells to fight off infections. Our T cells help us to fight infections such as malaria, flu, cancer cells, stress, and of course, coronavirus. And T cells can also help the body to fight depression, chronic stress, aging. And for completion of this discussion, the same study also found that poor sleep and stress may restrict the effectiveness of T cells. Lack of sleep can also result in the production of cytokines, a protein that helps to reduce infection and inflammation. Another research that I like, which is called the Transcriptional Signatures of Sleep Duration Discordance in Identical Twins, which was published in 2017 by the University of Washington Health Sciences, UW Medicine, tracked 11 pairs of identical twins. The research concluded that the twins with shorter sleep duration had a weaker immune system compared to their other twin. This is staggering information that identical twins conceived from one egg and one sperm and who are formed by a single fertilized egg, meaning that they have as close to 100% genes as humanly possible, can have different immune systems if one twin sleeps shorter sleep duration than the other twin. Sleep can also reduce illnesses by reducing the risks of heart diseases, diabetes and high blood pressure. It also reduces risks of depression, It improves other mental health and general well-being. Sleeping can also reduce stress. If you're really stressed and you have a good night's sleep, that really helps, as we all know. Sleep can also decrease inflammation, which causes ill health. And when we sleep, our body is able to rest, repair and rebuild itself, making us feel so much better. Like we discussed in episode 27 on slowing down aging, If you're interested in aging gloriously and holding on to that beautiful, youthful appearance, you've got to keep your sleeping pattern on track. And if you're interested in aging well and keeping that youthful appearance for as long as you can and you haven't listened to episode 27, please listen because it's very, very important when it comes to aging and just keeping things simple. All right. Sleep can also decrease Pain sensitivity. If, whatever reason, you're in pain, maybe you've got back problems, you've got chronic issues, or you've had an operation, or for whatever reason you're in pain, sleeping can actually help that to feel better. All right. Have you ever felt that someone was kind of acting crazy, and have you told them to go get some sleep? Again, this is something that we sometimes say to people, and that's because sleep helps to improve good relationships by improving our reasoning and communication skills. Again, I'm sure we've all been there when you've been irritable or irritated by something just because you haven't had a, a good night's sleep. And once you sleep you feel so much better and you're actually able to communicate better and articulate whatever point you wish to make without annoying or upsetting your family and your friends by sleeping better we're able to articulate ourselves much better in a kind of way thereby fostering better relationships like we discussed in part one of this deep dive on sleep We use the expression sleep on it because sleep helps clarity of thoughts and reasoning. And I see this very much in my own life all the time where I don't even make sense to myself in articulating something important when my sleep is screwed. Okay. Also, like we discussed last time, sleep can improve memory during deep sleep cycles. Sleep can also increase productivity and concentration. And in the last episode, I mentioned how when I was practicing as a lawyer, I always had periods in a very, very busy law firm where I also had to pull my all nighters, like working all nights. And to be fair, okay, most people in very busy professions such as law may have to do that. But for me, I always felt that productivity, my own productivity, were never the best when I was when I had to do those all-nighters just because of whatever is going on, a busy transaction, something very, very urgent. And I find when I have some sleep, I'm able to concentrate better. If I have a document I need to review, I'm able to kind of pick up everything I need to pick up on it. And again, this affects every aspect of our lives, that we find that we are more productive and we can concentrate better when we've slept better. I'd like to talk about how to improve our sleep and this conversation will not be complete without touching on some of the things we can be doing every day to try and improve our sleep or to just help us sleep better thereby maximizing our weight loss, maximizing immune health, helping with concentration Helping with important matters, helping us with productivity, helping us to have better relationships with our friends, our families, or our partners, and really all those things that we've already discussed that are so important for sleep. Okay, I know this is something that might not work in everybody's life, but as much as possible, get into the habit of sleeping and waking up at the same time every single day, including weekends. And again, I appreciate that life happens and I appreciate people go out at weekends to parties or whatever. There might be the odd occasion where you're binging on Netflix, Amazon Prime or whatever you watch. That's perfectly okay. Or perhaps partying or clubbing or doing whatever it might be that eats into your sleep. But as much as possible, try and have the same sleep pattern, the same time to go to sleep and the same time to wake up. Cultivate a bedtime routine that helps you to relax before sleep, such as a nice bath with lavender, listening to some relaxing music. I love classical music. Doing some light reading before sleep, but try not to read about 30 minutes before sleep. Doing some breathing exercises and meditation. I love to just meditate before I sleep. And I know this sounds a little bit woo-woo, When I go to sleep thinking happy thoughts of gratitude, I always sleep better and maybe have lovely dreams and wake up feeling better as well just from getting into the habit of having that positivity before sleep. And talking about positivity before sleep, try not to have very important or very intense conversations just before you go to sleep. If you have to Speak to somebody about something that is stressful or something that you know mm, this is going to be a very difficult conversation. Try not to have it last thing at night before you go to sleep because that probably stress you a little bit and not put you in that positive, relaxed mindset to have a lovely, lovely sleep. Okay, get into the habit of making your bed in the morning and using your bedroom just for sleep and of course lovemaking. and. My last boyfriend took this to the next level. He learned how to make his bed look like a 5 star hotel, I kid you not. And he didn't even have a TV in his bedroom, which I thought was very funny, especially as he loved watching TV in bed when he stayed at mine, but at his place, no TV. But enough about the eggs and if you have sleepy shoes, please don't watch TV in bed. Also, don't use your bedroom as a place of work. I know this is difficult sometimes, especially when people are working at home. Perhaps your bedroom is the only private room or private quiet place you have to do some work. But as much as possible, if it can be helped, try not to use your bedroom as your working space. Again, just to have that demarcation between the end of work and relaxation and sleep so your body can differentiate at all times that this is work is ended and we're now in realization and sleep mode and with time your body will begin to associate your bedroom with sleep which will also then help you to sleep better wherever possible use blackout curtains or blinds to ensure that your bedroom is dark and if you don't have these, buy an eye mask. These are all over the place and you can get some today on Amazon or wherever. What is interesting for me is because I'm so used to sleeping with blackout curtains and eye mask, even when it's completely dark, I still wear my eye mask. Another important tip is to turn off all your devices, such as your mobile phones, your tablets, your laptop, try and turn them off 30 minutes to an hour before bedtime because these devices emit blue lights which disturbs our sleep. If your device has a blue light blocker, get into the habit of turning this on or program them to turn on automatically at night. Also, you can wear a blue light blocker glasses a couple of hours before sleep Again, the reason for this is blue lights, our worlds are filled with so much light and our bodies are not designed to be able to sleep with so much artificial lights. The way our bodies used to function, obviously, and the way when you look at some animals that's how they still sleep, they wake up at sunrise, they go to bed at sunset, but we have so much light all over the place and this helps to screw up our sleep avoid any sources of light at night such as your illuminated clocks or sockets or again devices and what you can do with sockets you can cover them with dark or black cello tapes because even if you're wearing your eye mask our bodies can still absorb light from some of these devices or clocks or sockets or whatever they might be okay the next tip is perhaps something you will identify with how many times have you been woken up from sleep because you're feeling either too hot or too cold? And if you're feeling too hot and you are been woken up from sleep, I hear you. At the time of this recording in the UK we're having a bit of a heat wave which is kicking my ass big time as I don't like very hot weather. But no doubt next week we'll be moaning about the rain or cold because moaning about the weather is a national sport in the UK. So anyway, so ensure the temperature of your room is cool enough and not too warm as this also signifies to the body that it is time to sleep and it helps with the production of melatonin which helps us to sleep better. And if you wake up in the middle of the night, don't start scrolling on your phone or other devices because when you're eyes are hit by those blue lights that i've mentioned earlier it will make it more difficult to fall asleep again so if you're in the habit of picking up and scrolling through facebook or instagram or whatever in the middle of night when you can sleep try and avoid that don't look at those devices with light when you wake up in the middle of the night. And talking about waking up in the middle of the night, if you're waking up to wee, think about starting to drink your water earlier in the day and stopping earlier in the day as well. For example, stopping your drinking water by 6pm or 7pm or at least 4 hours before you go to bed and that way you're not having to constantly wake up in the middle of the night and wee which again just then disturbs your sleep i'm not saying that you should drink less water i'm just saying change the timing of your water drinking Like we discussed in episode 23 water is so important for so many things and if you haven't listened to that episode please do so okay also try and get some vitamin d in the form of some sunshine especially morning sun And a biohack that has been shown to help to improve sleep is to get some sun 10 minutes after waking up in the morning and no more than 30 minutes from waking. And when you do this, please don't wear sunglasses or photochromic glasses. Allow the sun to hit your face. However, please don't look directly in the sun as you may burn your iris. And this little sleeping hack can help to reset your circadian rhythm. And helps you to sleep better as a bonus this biohack of allowing the sun to hit your face within 10 minutes of waking up can also help to improve weight loss if you have a stall in your losses it can also help to get things moving again if your weight loss has slowed down a little bit our bodies are designed like i said earlier to wake up at sunrise and sleep at sunset and even in our modern worlds animals such as birds have not lost this ability to do this But because we're bombarded by so much light, which trick our bodies into thinking that it is still daylight, it's important for us to try and limit these bright lights and get in the habit of avoiding bright lights at night. For example, you can use dimmed lamps instead of kind of having all your light on your ceiling or whatever can just use little lamps as well another tip for sleeping better is to avoid having a heavy meal just before you go to sleep and aim to eat at least three to four hours before sleep don't have a, your meal just and then go to sleep straight away and if you're in the habit of ishing very very late again this is something you can work work on and see if that helps you to sleep better Also, avoid drinking coffee or anything that contains caffeine after 4 p.m. or at least 6 hours before sleep. If you're very sensitive to caffeine, you may need to consider restricting your caffeine intake to mornings only. And for sure, there are people who are not affected at all who can drink coffee whenever they want and that doesn't affect. Their sleep, sure, that's fine. But if you're struggling to sleep and you're looking at things you need to eliminate, this is something you can think about. Another tip is to keep a sleep diary where you can track your sleep, as it can help to identify whether there are factors which disturb your sleep. Again, devices such as a Fitbit or an Aura ring can also help you to track your sleep and also track the quality. your sleep and also this tracking the sleep cycles how many deep sleep are you getting how long do you spend in light sleep how long do you spend all those things for me i love data so it can help you to also see what you're doing better and keep doing it and also if there are places you need to improve it can help you to identify those places for improvement i use a fitbit and I aim for a minimum good score of 80% on my sleep score. And the ideal is, of course, excellent sleep scores of 90% and above if you have a sleep uh, Fitbit tracker. And if you have done all the things that we've discussed in this episode and the last episode, and you still find yourself unable to sleep, do not lie in bed getting stressed or anxious about the fact that you're not sleeping, because that's just gonna make it worse And then put some stress and then you have some anxiety and the vicious circle of, oh, you're worrying about not sleeping and you're not sleeping because you're worrying about not sleeping. And yeah. So if you find you're not sleeping, get up, go to another room or whatever for about 10 minutes to 30 minutes and then return to bed and try again. And I find deep breathing exercises very, very helpful in helping you to get back to sleep. Usually, I don't tend to push supplements as I truly believe that food is medicine. And if you're eating well and you're eating all the sorts of foods we talk about in this podcast and all the delicious low-carb foods of good proteins, good animal fats good vegetables especially those dark green vegetables it's also doing all the things we talk about on this podcast you will be getting all your nutrients and vitamins from the food you eat without the need to supplement however in our new post-covid world there might be times it might be important and necessary to have some supplements and perhaps also to seek that extra little help and if you have chronic insomnia or you have sleep issues, it might be time to speak to your doctor and find out if there's anything that they can do to help you to get handle and to sleep better. However, I find that magnesium glycinate helps with sleep and relaxation and I take 200 milligram to 400 milligram of magnesium glycinate. If you're struggling to sleep you can also have an Epsom salt bath which allows magnesium to penetrate through your skin and supply some magnesium that way. Epsom salt is basically magnesium. Melatonin is another supplement which helps to trigger our body's production of melatonin which helps us to sleep better and I find one milligram to two milligram helpful. It's also important to be careful when you're taking melatonin because you don't want to take far too much and then it might also be helpful to speak to your doctor before taking melatonin because it can be contraindicative to some medications such as codeine. If you're listening to me from the UK, melatonin is only available by prescription. Not sleeping can be one of the most frustrating things ever and I hear you. And if you're struggling to sleep, I really, really sympathize with you. And all I can say is just try and use some of the tips we've discussed today and keep trying and trying and trying to see if you can improve your sleep. There are obviously something that we can all do every day to try and help ourselves to sleep better. Also bear in mind if you're really, really struggling to sleep and it's getting to that place where it's very difficult or it's becoming chronic and you can see it affecting so many parts of your life, it might be time to go and see your medical doctor and then try and see what help, what medication or whatever they can do to help you to sleep better because I really, really appreciate how frustrating it can be Mm. not to sleep. And of course, like we've discussed in this episode and the previous episode, sleep is so important for so many things in our lives that it's so very important that we all get to try and get that 7 to 8 hours sleep every single night. And if you have serious sleep problems, I really wish you the very best of luck sorting it all out and finding solutions that will help you. Take care. Okay. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope to see you next week on the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a good week and bye for now. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favor and like subscribe share with your family and friends and please review this podcast so that other people can find us please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode if you wish to connect with me on social my instagram is bells low carb world that is b-e-l-l-e-s low carb W O R L D. I hope you join me next week for the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a fantastic week and thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.